Hello, I'm Michael Watson, and this is the Influence Watch podcast. Since the leak of a draft Supreme Court opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito that would overturn Roe v. Wade, a wave of vandalism and arson is at pro-life advocacy groups and crisis pregnancy centers that promote alternatives to abortion. Claiming responsibility for the attacks is a collective calling itself Jane's Revenge. Joining us to discuss who, or what, Jane's Revenge might actually be is Kevin Jones, a reporter for Catholic News Agency. Uh, Kevin, before we begin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Well, I've been a uh, journalist here at Catholic News Agency for going on 15 years. Uh, I've had um, a lot of uh, a lot of time looking at a uh, full spectrum of all sorts of groups, activist groups, uh, groups that are heavily funded by uh, some very well-endowed people, and also some uh, not-so-well-endowed groups that uh, see- seem to be trying to uh, influence the narrative and and get influence despite having no clear backing, uh, just grassroots fringe groups that uh, are just uh, mm-hmm. isolated from uh, ordinary political life. So obviously by now, people who have been following politics and especially the debate over abortion should be familiar with the Dobbs leak, the leak of the opinion in the Dobbs case, uh, that if it retains its status as a majority opinion would overturn Roe v. Wade, the case finding a supposed national constitutional right to abortion. Uh, since then, what has happened to a number of pro-life advocacy groups and crisis pregnancy centers? Well, many have become a target for vandalism uh, and harassment and protests. Some have even been uh, firebombed, arson. Uh, the uh, One of the first cases was on May 8th in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, when a uh, family uh, a pro-family group, Wisconsin Family Action, uh, got an attack that appeared to be anarchists who were did not like the group's pro-life cause. And then after that Madison attack, there was a statement put out by Jane's Revenge. Mm-hmm. Who or what is that? Well, they purport to be an autonomous group uh, that is uh, that thinks the mainstream pro-abortion rights group is not doing enough. They think... Uh, People need to uh, randomly take direct action like this. They um, they want direct int- action being a euphem- direct action being a euphemism for criti- yes. for criminal activity. For criminal activity, yes. Uh, they called on uh, pro life groups to uh, cease and disband, uh, especially the violent ones. Uh, they allegedly put a thirty day ultimatum for this to be reached, um, and then uh, just a little bit later, uh, in a May thirtieth communique, they called for a night of rage. Uh, whenever the final Supreme Court decision should drop. Yeah, and, we, and we've seen some like flyers advertising, encouraging a night of the night of rage mm-hmm. with this Jane's Revenge um, uh, name on them, you know, throughout DC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And one of the mottos of the group, uh, it first appeared in a very nice cursive, said uh, to the effect if abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. Uh, they uh, they are obviously trying to inspire a movement. They are trying to inspire copycats and uh, take credit for uh, the uh, the hardline uh, response to any possible decision that would impact abortion rights in the U.S. So what do we know about, other than that sort of 
they've put out these statements, these so-called communiques. What do we know about Jane's Revenge? What, what, and, or what do people who study this sort of thing speculate yes. about? Well, I'm uh, sympathetic to the explanation of uh, Kyle Schedeller, who's a uh, senior analyst at the Security for, Home, for Security Policy in D.C. Uh, he, he describes them as uh, organizing in local cells. Uh, people self-identify themselves as Jane's Revenge. He does not see a hierarchy where people can receive orders. Uh, they might communicate with each other. We don't know enough yet. Um, his objection is that uh, these, cell- these groups uh, are very well organized and should be treated as an organization in law enforcement, but they are not. They are very often left to uh, as a local law enforcement matter than any sort of systemic uh, investigation by uh, this is all. Forces. This is all very reminiscent. Of, this is all very reminiscent of Antifa, like like that. This all sort of it sounds very similar to at least my operating heuristic for what Antifa is. Uh, yes, yes, and I think that's uh, a good way to look at it. If you uh, understand Antifa, you can uh, understand this Jane's Revenge. The question is whether uh, anyone is sufficiently investigating Antifa or Jane's Revenge uh, that in a way that can tell us this. Uh, one way that I uh, try to approach it is I try to see how do these groups actually imitate uh, mainstream politics. Uh, one of their talking points uh, that uh, pro-life pregnancy centers are fake clinics is very much a mainstream talking point. Uh, among the abortion rights movement, they do. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting that you bring this up because they they have obviously been targeted by these extremists. They've also been targeted by states uh, like California. There was a case that went all the way to the Supreme Court because California passed a law that would basically, as I understand it, force them to promote abortions against their their uh, reason for existence. Um, why are they such a target? both for the extremist and the mainstream abortion advocacy movement? Well, the mainstream abortion advocacy movement uh, sees them as competition in some ways. I mean, they are pro-life clinics. They are keeping people away from abortions. If your basic mindset is that uh, abortion is a private choice of self-expression, I mean, from one side, you could say that maybe women in need need, need to hear the pro-life cause. From another side, you might say that uh, the pro-life clinics or pregnancy centers are offering an incomplete view of what autonomy is. Uh, There are some complaints that some clinics and centers uh, provide false information, but uh, there is a a wide spectrum of quality among these clinics. There are some that are uh, highly professional and well-trained, and they give out good information. And there might be others that are less well-trained. Uh, from, uh, from what I can see is uh, critics of these centers uh, try to lump everything in with the, uh, with the worst examples and possibly most questionable uh, material coming out of this. Uh, the, uh, one of the strangest things going on right now is that a uh, clinic in the Buffalo area or that was firebombed on June 7th, it was called Compass Care, uh, is now being affected by a New York state law that was passed on uh, just uh, a few days later. Uh, that law requires uh, state authorities to investigate uh, clinics that, from the point of view of the law, do not provide comprehensive reproductive care. They are pushing... Meaning, euphemi- that being a euphemism for either abortions or referrals for sale. Correct, for correct. Sale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me see, do I have the uh, exact thing here? Yes, Uh 
they are characterizing them as, quote, limited service pregnancy providers, unquote, uh, is the exact phrasing of the law. They hold that these clinics are negatively impacting women's access to comprehensive reproductive health care. And from the anarchist perspective, I just find it's very interesting that uh, the fake clinics uh, claim has uh, become very powerful. Uh, can you speculate on how or why? Uh, I believe, uh, first of all, it's it's very strange that the anarchists seem to trust the mainstream pro-abortion rights movement at the same time that they uh, attack it as uh, being too soft. Uh, they... they uh, act contemptuously towards the large organized rallies. They treat them as uh, hurting funding into the mainstream Democrats. I do wonder uh, if we do ever investigate many of these vandals, uh, if any of them are in fact arrested, uh, whether we will find any overlap between uh, these employees of mainstream movements who uh, decide to take on a, uh, decide to play Batman as it were, or, or some uh, equivalent anarchist figure, uh, the Lady Pirate. Uh, and in some way, Jane. I mean, Jane is kind of a superhero mm-hmm. name, supervillain name, wh- however you might see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, so, again, we have basically no idea whether this is, whether Jane's Revenge is a formal organization or whether it's just sort of this in, the independent cell networks for extremist group, extremist actions that would otherwise not be connected uh, in, in your, in sort of, I guess, in your opinion, maybe the opinion of some of the people you've been talking to, do you think this rises to the level of political terrorism or is it something less? Uh, well, uh, Mr. Schadeller ha- uh, at the, uh, Center for Security Policy has in fact, uh, characterized it as terror. It is part of an effort to influence a Supreme Court decision and also to, uh, suppress, uh, the, uh, peaceful activities of one's opponents in a lawless manner. So it is, uh, arguably, that is a possibility. Um, I, I know I, for one, would feel much more comfortable if there were more uh, federal inquiries about cross-strait action, if there were better understandings of these, uh, these lawless groups that uh, purport to be self-organized, they purport to be autonomous, but um, do we believe them? I mean, these, uh, hmm. these groups uh, have a grandiose view. Uh, their first manifesto claimed they had members in every state. And then their follow-up was, we can't do this alone. The same few hundred people have been beat down all these times. So are they groups of people in every state? Are they a few hundred people? Are they even less? Uh, that's, uh, in, in part, they're capitalizing on the ambiguity and on the um, and on the darkness. There is no spotlight. Again, again very, very much like Antifa did, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and when it has, when it emerges periodically, as it mm-hmm, does. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. Um, so we mentioned, we discussed the crisis pregnancy centers. What other organizations have been targeted by people bearing the Jane's Revenge mm-hmm. banner? Well, the organization has certainly taken credit for attacks on churches. Uh, out in uh, Portland, Oregon, a uh, cell ha- happened to attack uh, four different churches, citing their uh, their support for these crisis pregnancy centers. So they uh, do uh, have this view that if you are a donor or a supporter of these uh, clinics, then you might be a target yourself. Uh, and it's uh, it's very unfortunate. I mean, churches have often had a very uh, 
sacred space in in American politics, uh, synagogues too, and even mosques and other religious centers. I mean, we have uh, a, a and the and the target and the targeting of religious institutions mm-hmm. by violent extremists has a very nasty history in this it country. It does. It does. It. Uh, I'm thinking thinking back to the civil rights mm-hmm. era south. Certainly, certainly, and uh, you do have. Uh, I mean. And we are, of course, coming off of a terrible, uh, terrible two years for our country, very high tensions. Uh, there were some attacks and vandalism on churches during the uh, riots of 2020, uh, whether regarding the uh, riots against police brutality. We also saw some uh, behavior in Canada resulting to uh, reports that uh, unmarked graves had been found on uh, Native American reservations dating back to church-run um uh, boarding school institutions that were overseen mm-hmm. by the government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess sort of in, in, in wrapping up, what would, what would you like to see either the federal government, state government? Um, I mean, where it would be relevant, local government uh, doing to either protect these institutions or to further investigate what, Jane's Revenge is? Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, many of the uh, protection desires can just be incorporated into uh, existing efforts to uh, make churches safe. Uh, there there has been uh, plenty of funding coming online, uh, in part in response to the uh, attacks on churches in 2020, and also in part to uh, attacks on synagogues and, and other uh, key centers of life by uh, some very vicious groups of their own kind that I am not an expert in, but um, I do mm-hmm. think we need uh, strong local investigation. We need local arrests, and where possible, we need uh, federal action to broaden the information space. We do not have uh, the information necessary, and I believe those who would uh, cause fear and uh, do crime for uh, for fun and for politics by other means uh, need to... Uh, need to have the spotlight shined on them. As, as, as we like to, as Capital Research Center has liked to say in the past, you know, violence is not speech, speech is not violence. Mm-hmm. Yes, certainly, certainly. And uh, we, uh, we have had some uh, pretty inflammatory speech at times, but in, uh, in, many, in many, many cases, uh, hardline groups like these uh, make you appreciate uh, mild yelling at, uh, on the college campus. Uh, when, uh, when compared to the alternative, uh, Twitter fights, flame wars, um, look, I, th- I think we the, can all the, keep the, it there. The confrontation, some of the confrontations between pro-life and, uh, pro-abortion protesters in front of the Supreme Court, you know, they kind of can get a bit, you know, um, not, you know, that sort of non-physical, but confrontational, you know, much better than the alternative. certainly. certainly. All right. Uh, Kevin, is there anything else you're working on that you'd like to promote before we let you go? Mm. Well, I am uh, looking into more of the uh, a similar disruptive group, Ruth Sent Us, who uh, scared a bunch of churches that, on, ahead of Mother's Day that they would disrupt these churches. This is this is the Ruth Sent Us is the group that uh, did that it did and is doing the demonstrations outside the private homes of the Supreme Court justices appointed by Republican yes, presidents. Is yes, that, that is what right? they are most famous for. Uh, they did engage in a church disruption in San Francisco in February. Uh, that's that's what they used to try and rally disruptions uh, ahead of Mother's Day. 
But in all honesty, as far as I can tell, there was only one minor disruption attempt following the Ruth Santos team at a, at a church. I believe the uh, strong amount of attention uh, to them and to uh, their uh, network of allied organizations and supporters, some of whom had some mainstream connections, uh, was enough to perhaps tone down the volume there. And uh, whatever your concerns about their demonstrations outside Supreme Court justices' houses, uh, I have not yet seen a significant uh, escalation uh, uh, from them towards churches. All right. Well, thank you again to Kevin Jones of Catholic News Agency for joining us. We will include a link to his reporting on Jane's Revenge in today's show notes. That's our show for this week. We encourage our listeners to subscribe on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And if you have subscribed, thank you. And please leave us a five-star rating. Those ratings really help us find new listeners, especially if they come with a positive review. We'll see you all next week. <laughs>